You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and I'm John DiLiberto. Today, I've got two different approaches to ambient chamber music. We'll hear an interview with the English duo Ava Waves, who combine violin and piano with electronics in deeply hued and melodic soundscapes. Then we'll hear from the L.A. duo of Blue Landscapes, who take flute and piano and create deep, improvised environments. This is the perfect music to chill your vibe during these pandemic times, and it's exactly the kind of sound you'll hear at Echoes Online. It's our streaming subscription music service where you can stream two-hour Echoes programs on demand and get exclusive online-only Echoes streams. And you can do it with your mobile device via the free Echoes app, which you should have by now. Right now, we're offering a special Corona rate, so go to echoes.org and find out about Echoes Online. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. And now, let's start our journey into new dimensions of ambient chamber music with Ava Waves. Join an abundance of ambient chamber music these days, and no one has given us more joy this year than Ava Waves. They used to be called just Ava, and we'll talk about that later on. Ava Waves is a European duo of violinist Anna Phoebe and pianist Ashling Brower, but both are also deeply involved in electronics. I spoke to them on Skype while they were both sheltering in place in Berlin, Germany, and Kent, England. a common expression that's applied to music like that made by Ava Waves, cinematic. It's a journalistic cliche, but Anna Phoebe says they're okay with that. Cinematic to me is like if you're painting pictures, not necessarily with words, but with the emotion in the music. So you're painting pictures in your mind, hopefully in an audience's mind. And you can hear exactly what she means in the music of Ava Waves. Ashleen Brower and Anna Phoebe are speaking to me while under COVID-19 stay-at-home orders. I'm in the UK. I live on the Kent coast and Ashling is in Berlin. So we've both sort of been going through different stringent rules in, over the last month or so. But it's, yeah, so I'm, I'm not quarantined. We're allowed to go outside once a day and uh, definitely curtailed. Our freedom is curtailed for now. Their debut album was largely shaped by negative feelings about Brexit. Both musicians have parents from different European countries and have grown up and lived in several countries in their 40-odd years on the planet, including England. It makes me wonder how the corona pandemic might affect the music they're making now. Music for us is catharsis. It's a space where we can relax, where we can release emotion, where we can connect emotionally to ourselves, to each other, and then hopefully to an audience. And when the world is crazy and confusing, and since we set up 
this this interview like a month ago, like the last month, the world has gotten even crazier. But Anna Phoebe says Waves is not a political album. If we were making a political album, we'd be doing punk rock. <laughs> you know, it's it's a catharsis. It's an emotional state. It's an emotional being. And that's that's kind of what we make music for. This is a track called Resistance, and it's the most overtly political Brexit reaction track. It's not punk rock, but that is the background of these two millennial musicians, especially the slightly older Anna Phoebe, who was in a post-punk goth band. I don't even want to say it, and I'm on record. It's, it was, um, like, it's called the Sex Gang Children. It was my uncle. He's like one of the original punk goths. <laughs> so it doesn't go on my bio. <laughs> He's also played with Roxy Music, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and Jethro Tull, and released a few solo albums in that progressive orchestral rock vein. Ashling Brower has worked in films and commercials. She scored the recent White Riot documentary about the late 70s rock against racism movement in England. She's also scored sensual commercials for Christian Dior. Phoebe got together in the middle of this decade. We never intended to start a band together and to release an album and to, you know, it was never a plan. It just kind of, it happened. You know, I met Anna, we became friends. We thought, let's just have a jam in the living room and see if anything, you know, remotely interesting comes out. And one of the first things that we ever had out of one of those jam sessions was the title track of our album, Waves. Although both musicians come from classical families, their sound is characterized by lush modern electronics. They cite Dutch techno as an influence. Ashlyn Brower. We both grew up with kind of the Dutch and German electronic background. I'm talking about like old school Dutch house music. So, you know, growing up um, just on the outskirts of Amsterdam when we were younger, that was all the music that was playing in the clubs and it was all quite minimal house techno you know (laughs) 
Ava Waves electronic sound, however, seems to come from a different place than the dance club floor. We'd have these long weeks or days together, really intense, 24 hours together. And, you know, at the end of the day, a couple of bottles of wine, maybe. <laughs> the lights would dim and, and we'd sort of start kind of delving into that more electronic background that we both kind of love and come from. Mulholland is one of the more aggressive and angrier tracks on the album. I think our music, uh, rather than just reflecting the political landscape, is probably much more influenced by the geographical landscape of where we wrote the album, which is on the beach, by the Kent coast, long walks by the beach with or without the dog, long talks, looking over at France and seeing, and you know, when you look at the sea, the sea encompasses all human emotion. We'd go out in the morning and it's beautiful, calm, flat. By the end of, you know, the end of the afternoon, a ra like a storm's raging and the, the waves are crashing on and there's this anger and depth of emotion in the sea. And I think, so I think there's no surprise that all of these things that, you know, yes, there is Mulholland, which maybe does have anger in it or, you know, a release. Maybe it's more of a release than an anger, I think. And yes, Mulholland Drive is a famous road in Los Angeles, not France or England, but Brower lived there for a time. Funnily enough, actually, I used to live in LA, and um, I did used to love going for drives on Mulholland Drive. Judging from the swooping melodies and rhythms of the song, you might want to stay out of her way on the road. When you hear beats and grooves and Ava Waves music, it's not usually a percussion instrument or electronic drum. I have shelves of like, just all these white boxes full of broken toys. I'm pretty sure we recorded like water bottles and like very strange, strange things. Soft toys from your kids. <laughs> and then there are the layers of strings that appear on a track like Ocean, but it's all Anaphoebe. Yeah, we, we almost went, and there was just, I remember there was one night, and I think it was literally, this was one of the ones three days before we were sending off to Master. Um, it was really late. It was like, I was actually, I think I was ready to go to bed. It was like, I don't know, like 11 midnight or something. I was like, do you know what? There was something niggling, and I went back to the studio, my studio, which is separate from the house. It's in, in the garden, and I had the lights really dim. I put the track on, and I just, I just re-recorded the main line pretty much almost in like one take and then I just kind of went into this zone of like layering all these other strings. And how many layers of strings are there? Oh my god. Oh my goodness. You can ask Ashling. When I finish a string session it is so full and so messy. It takes me longer. <laughs> she crashes my computer like every time she sends over a recording file. She's like, oh, I didn't go too crazy on the strings. Yep, yes you did.
Ava Wave's debut was actually released in July of 2019, but it's been reissued, but with a name change as the duo realized the problem of their moniker in these Google times. Well, we were drawing, weren't we? We were thinking of, we were thinking of names, and the Ava also has like an Irish connection. We both have Irish um, parents. Um, so, and it was A-V-A, kind of when we drew it, it looked like a sound wave. And then our debut album is Ava Waves. And then we were looking for a name basically just to make us more findable. It sounds so unromantic, but people were saying, oh, you know, when, when, you, when you look for Ava, it's really hard to, to find us. So we were like, well, you know, Ava Waves, we're so used to saying Ava Waves, it's our album, our debut album. It says so much about who we are because of our connection to the sea and also you know, like it, it looks like a series of sound waves, so it kind of made sense to Eggy or go with that. That same confusion might apply to the music, which is somewhat between worlds, ambient, classical, electronic. On her website, Ashling Brower is referred to as ambient classical. I mean, so I, I think that also just kind of relates back to my film schools a lot, because, you know, I, to people that are classically trained, I'm not classical. But to people who don't listen to classical music, I'm more often categorized as classical. And so that's kind of, you know, the bridge between the two, as I'd say, now I very often incorporate electronics, but it's not necessarily house music. We put you in a category. Oh, what's that category? We call it ambient chamber music. Oh, I nice. like that. I like that. Yeah. Are you, are you guys good with that? Yeah. That's kind of it sounds elegant to me. I like that. Ashling Brower and Anna Phoebe are both incredibly active in their own worlds, but even in coronavirus stay-at-home times, they are working on their next album. Their debut as Eva Ways is out now on Bjork's One Little Indian Label. Ava Waves' debut album, Waves, is the Echoes CD of the Month for May. You can get it by joining the Echoes CD of the Month Club. We pick out our favorite album every month and send it to club members. Go to echoes.org to find out more about the Echoes CD of the Month Club. And now let's hear about a more acoustic and improvised approach to ambient chamber music with Blue Landscapes. Pianist Robert Thies and flute player Damian Krajacic come from very different backgrounds. One is from New Jersey and is a championship pianist in the classical world. The other comes from Croatia and rock, funk, and Latin music. But they've gotten together in Los Angeles to create a trio of recordings called Blue Landscapes that are deep, intuitive, ambient improvisations.
I'm talking on Skype to Robert Thies and Damian Kriacic in Kriacic's home studio in L.A. Kriacic, in his early 40s, still sports boyish looks and shortish brown hair that falls into his eyes. Thies, in his late 40s, has his hair short-cropped and phasing to gray. When they play, they often start at zero. No music, no preconceived ideas, just plunking on an instrument. There is that element of plunking, yes. So uh, Damian will look at me and say, do something. <laughs> or I'll, and, and then on the next one, I'll say, hey, why don't you start with an idea? And we start from there. Even when they start from zero, there's an agreed-upon mood and atmosphere that the two musicians adhere to. It's a contemplative, open-aired, and spacious sound that they came to after playing together in more conventional settings. We started playing some pieces that, that were a bit more subdued. And you know, little by little, we started to discover the sound that we had. And I think finally when we did that first recording of Blue Landscapes, when we got into the studio, and when we felt because of the nature of the, the studio setting and the reverb and uh, the space that we were hearing, we slowed things down. And, and it helped us slow ourselves down at the same time. So I think it felt um, as much uh, musical as it did uh, therapeutic to us at that time. And we discover that sound and we, we explore within those boundaries, so to speak, but we like what, what we have there. The backgrounds that Robert Thies and Damian Kriacic bring to blue landscapes couldn't be more different. Robert Thies is a classical pianist and a former winner of the famed Prokofiev competition in Russia. Classical music is still my probably my day job. I still play concerts regularly, chamber music, concertos, and uh, I would argue perhaps that classical music is still my first love. It's what I started with and it's, it sustains me. But classical virtuosi aren't known for improvising. That came from another place. While I was studying uh, classical music and t 
taking my piano lessons, I was off at the public library just finding all kinds of music that inspired me, whether it was Pat Metheny group or electronic music like Vangelis and Tomita, things like that, and, and all the Wyndham Hill label. And I certainly grew up on uh, with Keith Jarrett and uh, other ECM pianists, but um, you know, I found just as much joy and inspiration in, in Ralph Towner and Jan Garbrecht and all of those guys. Less obvious in the duo is Krajacic's background, beginning in Croatia and continuing when he moved to Los Angeles in 1995. He's recorded a few solo albums and they sound more like this. I come from a different place. My father was a classical guitarist, actually. So I was exposed to classical music when I was a kid. But very early in, in high school, I started playing electric bass. And we were actually playing rock music, funk music. Then I got into jazz. And from jazz classics to Afro-Cuban music to Brazilian music, South American music, world music, and all those cultures have improvisation as part of, of their musical language. So that improvisatory aspect of the music was probably what I felt more comfortable in. That all came together in the serene sound of Blue Landscapes. Much of their music begins in improvisation. It is formed, which is why most of the music actually sounds like compositions. What often happens is we'll start improvising, we'll get an idea, and then we'll say, okay, how should we approach this? And sometimes it might be that I will lay down uh, a loop that might run through the, the entire piece, so we'll start with that, and then the two of us, we will improvise over that. They get a sound that is much richer than just piano and flute. Reverbs, loops, overdubbing, and extended techniques on both instruments give them an added depth that you can hear on tracks like Forest Path. The foundation of this piece is a loop that was created using what pianists call prepared piano. So I used some putty on the strings to create a more of a, well, a different color, a different texture and that became the foundation so that when I played normally around it that we'd have more than, again, two textures, more than just piano and flute.
besides their sound, Blue Landscapes is also informed by their imagery, which by and large concerns nature and the universe, with titles like Winter's Chill, Waves on a Moonlit Sea, and Distant Waterfall. Those poetic titles are all after the event, though, tagged onto songs after they've recorded them, but they say that the environment is part of their message. The titles of the compositions, yeah, certainly have a common theme. Many of them are uh, perhaps inspired by nature, and and nature has been my muse. Uh, It's been sort of my sanctuary. It's the one place I can be content when I'm alone. When we play and when we get together and and make this music, we, we try to get into that space that zone of being connected to the music and to everything around us in in other words through music through sound you connect to your yourself and you you connect to the universe so in that moment that the pieces that really resonated with us later are the ones where i think we felt like we're in that moment in that zone Robert Thies and Damian Krajacic have forged a unique union, two musicians completely in tune with each other, creating a music that actually epitomizes and belies their slogan, which is music from a quieter place. It would be easy to characterize it as simple meditation, contemplation, or even yuck spa music, but it is deeper than that, an artfully crafted, emotional, and cerebral space. That moment of creation, when we make that music, to feel truly connected to the music and to the performance, to the art and to the universe as a whole, being in that, in that zone, expressing the moment. And, and we made some very strong choices that we wanted to keep this music acoustic and because we feel like it's more connected to what's natural. Again, coming back to nature and what's earth, earthy and grounded. And so we wanted to keep the music grounded. It may be grounded in the earth, but it moves through an ethereal and refined space. Robert Thies and Damian Krajacic have crafted three albums under the Blue Landscapes banner. Their latest is Frontiers on Real Music. If you want to add Blue Landscape's latest album, Blue Landscape's Three Frontiers, to your collection, go to our website at echoes.org and we'll have a link there for that, as well as the Ava Ways album. 
Next week on the Echoes podcast, the electronic pop group Polisa talk about broken backs, stress, and handling children in the corona quarantine. I'm John DiLibretto. Thanks for dialing up the Echoes podcast. See you next week, tonight, on the radio, somewhere in the country, or online, right now, on Echoes.